calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello and welcome to the iGen UK podcast. It's me, Simon Cardi, this week with Emma Matthews. How Hi. are you, Emma? Oh, I'm good, thank you. Happy Lovely, it's amazing. It is Friday. Alex Simmons, you have returned to the podcast. How are you? What's up, everybody? What's that? <laughs> that's just that's, that was the Greg Miller Hatfield intro of every single iGen uh, video that ever you're, came out. Oh, you're going for the you're going for the Damon. Are you going for Damon's role now? Is that your new IGN host? Is I just thought I'd happening? go old school, sort of ten years ago. Seeing as we're talking about a game that is ten years old, so we are talking about GTA Five. Uh, we'll do that in a minute. I wonder how you're doing. How, how's your week been? Uh, well, Simon, uh, I locked through my vertebrae until one position, and that hurt a lot. <laughs> But this morning, I shouldn't laugh because that sounds really painful. This morning, I went for an eight k run, and the amazing oh, well, there we go. Uh, the osteopath fixed my broken body. So amazing! Isn't the human body a wonderful thing? Mine isn't, but the osteopath is. My body is pathetic. Yeah. I am. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not going to lie because um, two days ago I turned thirty, and um, yeah, I'm creaking more. My back, my back Shut is definitely. Up. I immediately after turning 30. I feel it. I'm feeling it. Maybe I'm just more tuned into it now, but yeah, I'm feeling, yeah, I'm getting on. I'm getting there. How did you feel making that monumentous step? Do you know what? It it really paled in comparison because a few days earlier I beat Elden Ring and I never thought I'd do that. So, wow. you know, I can, life goals. So, you know, <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, uh, I can say I can actually say I, I finished a FromSoft game before I turned thirty, and crucially, before they patched the game and made it a lot harder for right. the techniques I was using to beat that game. So, uh, yep, I'm I'm happy. I'm happy. I cannot uh, wait to see what you've got planned for the next decade of your life. If if that was the the twenties uh, done and dusted. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, I don't I don't like to you know I'm not someone who sets goals. They just come at me and I knock them down one by one. That's kind of how I live life. Um, Currently, though, what I'm doing with my with the first week of my thirties is replaying a game that came out when I was twenty, twenty one, twenty one. Uh, GTA Something Five. Like that, yeah, 
2013 it came out. Yeah, it would have been 21. I remember going to New York to see it when they revealed for the first time that you could play as three different characters, Mm -hmm. and that was in October 2012, which feels like an absolute lifetime ago. Yeah, I remember it would have been just after I graduated from uni and I came home, didn't have a job, spent a year looking for one, couldn't get one, no one wanted me, can you believe that? So I played a lot of GTA in the the times after university. But yeah, I've enjoyed going back to it. Uh, I know you're playing through it again, Al. Emma, are you you playing through GTA again? I'm not playing it at the moment, but I might go back to it because it's been a while since I played it. Mm -hmm. Are you a GTA lover do you did you love five when you first played it um i really liked it i haven't like gone back and replayed it a lot like i know a lot mm-hmm. of people do um but yeah I, I liked it the first time i played it yeah i i like gta 5 is one of my favorite games i think i played it through when it came out first on ps3 i think i'm 99 percent sure i did it when it came out a year later on was it a year later on ps4 i think they released it or a year and a half or something yeah whenever um, so i i know so obviously i finished it when it first came out but yeah. i never finished it when it came out as the hd remaster or whatever you know the yeah. ps4 version so it does, it's been it's been a long time since i've played it it's been at least yeah like eight or nine years since we've played it and yeah. do you know what i'm still pleasantly surprised i mean the upgrades you've got with the PS5 and Xbox Series X version are what 60 frames ray traced option is the option I'm going for. You could just have it full fidelity mode, which is in 30, which going from 60 to 30 just feels... I, 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 I never used to be like a frame rate snob, but if I play a game in 30 now, I really feel it. I think I'm just so used with this generation to playing in 60 frames. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm playing in 60, and that makes a big difference for that game, I think. like It's still... I don't know. I haven't really done much comparisons to when it originally came out, but to me, it's still a great-looking game. Like, it's not that far off some games that have come out in the last few years. I I think some of the facial stuff is showing its age mm-hmm. a little yeah. bit, but in terms of the world, I still think they are a different class. Um, yeah. Because it's, I guess it's a bit like um, Breath of the Wild's world. That is a place where I will happily just spend hours pootling mm-hmm. around and doing stuff and seeing what happens. And it just reminds me of the many times that I've spent in LA for E3. And exactly. And I'm not going back to there anytime soon. So I may as well do it in uh, Los Santos. Well, it's a testament to that world as well that it's been several years since I've been in that city and that world. I don't even need the mini map. Yeah. I can. I I know those streets. It's so weird. Like it's just. I mean, it's just unparalleled world design, really. It's yeah. like Rockstar, just so good. Just like the texture of the roads. And like, I think I saw in, the, in some of the updates that the weather had been increased, but increased, I don't know, uh, made better. But um, increased especially weather. in one section I just played, the section <laughs> when uh, section in the game where Trevor goes to the city for the first time. Like the thunderstorms in that remind me of like, Red Dead 2's weather is by far the best weather mm. system in any game I've ever seen. And I don't know if they've gone back and added some of that in or if it was always like that but yeah just the we- the weather i love the weather let's british people talk about the weather we do let's like do we do love a chat about the weather <laughs> it's I, thing, yeah I, I feel the same but about the sea and the way that sort of the ocean rolls is just like oh god this is just beautiful yeah. mm-hmm. i one thing that has struck me is and i don't know maybe this is me going into older age um who knows i obviously gta is known for its satire and it's kind of crude who crude humor but 
it was like every single line i was like oh, i don't remember it being this edgy constantly 100 yeah. <laughs> percent of the time like i i imagine i remember there being like downbeats and upbeats but like every single character line of dialogue in this i'm like i i i not not embarrassed if people like this is kind of like when people don't play games would watch that and be like is this what games are and i'm well, like yeah but it's also very good and you should say that because i was yeah. playing it with uh charlotte my wife she was kind of doing something mm. at the other side of the room and uh i think it was an exchange between franklin and lamar and obviously lamar doesn't hold back mm. with the language he uses and she was Ooh. like are you still into this kind of thing and i was like it's still, well, most of it's still funny and feels right for that game. Like, it'd be interesting yeah. to see what they have to do for six. For and whether, because, yeah. well, a lot of the writing team, well, at least Dan Hauser has moved on. I assume that mm-hmm. a lot of the existing people are sort of still there. Um, but it does feel like the world has moved on a touch. Um, not massively, but like I think people are more sensitive to stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, as you've said, Carly, it feels like a like going back to like a warm blanket, and I'm very much liking it. I'm I'm not as far as you. Funnily I, enough, I'm, um, I'm just preparing for the first heist um, okay. in the jewelry store, and I think I've I've probably played that mission quite a few times. Yeah, but I can't help myself doing it the same way every time because it feels like the smart way <laughs> to do it, rather than just going in guns blazing. Like you've got to. I, go... I do it this time. So yeah, you got to go with the bug the bug spray. You have to. Yeah, yeah, it's the smart play. And do you do you spend your budget on top people? Do you get of a course, good team around you? Of course. I mean, that's what you do in real life. You yes. get the best people well, around you exactly. and your team to help exactly. you day to Cash. Exactly. Um, I did that, and it, it really does pay off. I remember. Yeah, I'm, I did it really sensibly the first time. Sensible as you can play GTA the first time, but. I think that yeah the second time i played it i definitely chose all the other options and went like yeah. the loud violent option which you know they're still very fun options but it's not it's not quite as satisfying i think i, but, I think that's also yeah. partly for me anyway the gunplay is one of the weaker parts of gta oh yeah and it always has been hasn't yeah. it and so like i don't want to make any stupid risks or take any chances if it means that i end up being shot through you know mm-hmm. the controls not figuring out quite how i'd want them to yeah um i I just spent and that's the thing like i spent two hours last night i think literally just switching between my three characters getting them in the outfits i want and make, getting them cars i think they drive so now i've just got full bald trevor with mustache wearing really short like neon shorts and no shirt that's how i see him yeah he's, he's a madman and you know he's, he's loving life I, I don't know trevor is it's just it's unlike any character in a game. It's just it's just an absolute madman and and I love him. Uh I rewatched yeah. um I Heat last week and it's amazing oh. how like much Michael is based on a, a collection of different characters in that, but I guess like De Niro is obviously the, the comparison See, there. I always think he's Tony Soprano from the Soprano. It's kind of a mixture of those. So I've two never seen the Soprano De Niro and Tony Soprano. He's definitely based on that i think as well um but yeah i just it's just it's just so good i don't know what more there is to say about gta 5 that hasn't been said for the last 10 years but i would be intrigued to know actually ign underscore you give you about ign.com is anyone playing gta 5 for the first time and does it hold up like is it that game would surely be I, a, I think it would that's that's a world record right there if you've played gta for the first time i mean there's probably a lot of people turning 16 
to 18 that might be listening to this podcast now. I've never I, had the chance. The one thing that it, it still surprises me now that I've got kids is a lot of kids play GTA. Um, mm-hmm. And by kids, I mean sort of 11-year-olds, which yeah. I'm just like, just don't let your kids I'm not, do that. Yeah. I'm by no means a strip person. I don't have kids, so you know it's not my problem. But you know, I wouldn't be letting my eleven-year-old play GTA Five. No, no, it's, <laughs> no. Like, I kind of operate on. Yeah, I kind of operate on the rules that my parents kind of did, which is like you can you can do watch and play 18s when you're 15. You can watch and play 15s when you're 12. Like kind of almost operating one below. Or, but you know, I'm a very sensible young man. I know it's not going to affect. I'm not going to go out there and rob <coughs> a jewelry store next week. True, probably. But when uh, I think it was San Andreas came out, I was freelance mm. at the time, which basically meant I didn't do anything apart from play San Andreas. I would have proper <laughs> A dreams about it at night. And then I'd be walking mm-hmm. down the street. And if I see a nice car, I'd go, I could just have that. You'd steal it. <laughs> no, steal it. obviously Even I drew a line there. But it was <laughs> it's that, you know, you can see how games absolutely take over your psyche and it's just like oh my god i need to stop playing less of mm-hmm. that game like tetris was one of the other ones like you know when you have the, the tetris dreams, the dreams like, yeah oh my god, stop <laughs> i i had dreams like yeah like mobile because i normally like maybe like before i drift off to bed i play like maybe like 15 minutes of a mobile game i definitely have those of yeah like puzzles or like shapes just in my head like yeah yeah it's, it's a tough world out there it's not good I haven't had that with no. Elden Ring though, actually. And you'd think that would bring like nightmares with some of the bosses. You would you have, have thought, yeah. I, yeah, I don't think I did have any Elden Ring dreams. Do you know what I kind of did last night? Because I had a dream I was just kind of sprinting through a whole area, which is what I do in Elden Ring mainly is just sprint through a whole area trying to find sites of grace before getting killed. So maybe that's what it was last night. I was. I think weirdly I was this is a weird dream. I was like kind of sprinting through like a no man's land World War Two setting as Jason Bateman. That was a weird dream. Wow. I don't know what the probably because I was watching Arrested Development yesterday again. So I was probably that seeped in. But yeah, that's why I want now a World War One shooter where you play as Jason Bateman because that's that's what my dreams told me. Wow. Uh, well, make it in dreams. Anyway. Yeah, maybe I should make that in dreams. That would that would do really well. I'm sure the community would love that. Um, yeah, that's GTA Five. Now, what we're going to do is talk a bit about Hogwarts Legacy. Obviously, there was a state of play last night, and we should preface anything we say about this game that it's impossible to really talk about without mentioning the frankly reprehensible things that J.K. Rowling has said about the trans community for the last few years. If you're not caught up on that, I'd recommend read an article that actually went up in GameSpot yesterday that was really a brilliant article and it gave a full and like nuanced look at that situation mm. as well as giving a great list of charities if that's if that's something you feel you'd like to donate to. And obviously if you're not comfortable supporting this game, we understand that fully. Yeah. But at the same time, if you're excited for it, well, you know, who are we to tell you not to be? Well I, I know there's I know someone there's, there's many actually... different who worked? Yeah, they worked on putting that trailer together, and, and I find it really hard mm-hmm. because, like you, you know, J.K. can just fucking do one, mm-hmm. but yeah. he yeah. is the nicest man in the world, and mm-hmm. he's worked his socks off on this game. So it's kind of like it's not his fault. And so yeah. where do you? And there's just lots of different. You know, it's yeah. not a, there's not a yes or there's not a right or wrong answer and she, to any of it. I know that Harry she Potter wasn't means in, lots of things to different people as yeah. well. And she so. wasn't involved in this game, but she obviously will get cash. Off the exactly. Back of yeah. So. Exactly. Yeah. It's something you, each person has to take yeah. into account. Um, 
let's talk about the game because we saw 15 minutes of it in action last night. The first full look is yeah. coming out later this year. I'm kind of I, I'm mixed on it. There's things about it that you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, I would have gone, oh, that's a game I'd love to play. But then there's some aspects of it where I'm like, mm, I'm not so sure if this looks great. I don't know, Emma. Yeah. You, you, what, what did you think of the trailer? I think it looks really cool. Like, I think being able to go to Hogwarts in a time where it's not like linked to those Harry Potter like mm-hmm. characters that we like know so well, I'm kind of like a little bit sick of them now. So it's nice to see like what the world is actually like before all that stuff yeah. happened. Um, I think that's really cool. I also really like the fact that you're starting in your fifth year, so you're kind of cutting out all of that, like, you know, brand new to the world. You're getting no straight into it. to be an 11-year-old again. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you're actually going to get to do, like, some cool stuff. You're probably going to be, like, at least competent with a wand. Um, I like <laughs> that it kind of seems like, all right, you're probably going to pick your house, and then it's, like, straight into learning about this stuff and, like, getting into the action. Mm-hmm. Which house? You're definitely just picking Gryffindor, aren't you? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> what about I you, just, Cardi? I can do it. I'm too bored. I'm too. What? I'd, I'd find it too obvious. Too obvious for me. But would you so, say that I Gryffindor best reflects your personality, and you would be picked by the Sorting Hat rather than you picking it? No, that was aimed at Emma. Um, sorry. I'd, sorry, I'd hope so. Yeah, I'd so hope that the, the Sorting Hat would see me and as it. I can't remember what like, the qualities are of Gryffindor, but yes. Yeah, I would. Hon- say just so. honourable sort. I don't know. So I'm always torn because. Green's my favourite colour, but that's Slytherin. Do you want to be evil? I don't know necessarily if in a, if eighteen hundred Slytherin were evil. I don't know enough. Well, the, uh, the I character I forget his name that's in Slytherin looks a mm. obviously a great departure from Malfoy. Um, yeah, and mm. looks honourable in that respect. I don't know if you're a Hufflepuff, Cardi. I, I think d- you might be. No, I think Ravenclaw. Really, but that's I think I'd Ravenclaw, Ravenclaw is studious. very smart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Smart, Whereas, yeah. Does that ring any bells? No, see, I think you're Hufflepuff, yeah. <laughs> what are they about, though? Aren't they the joke ones? Aren't no, they the ones that have the badger? They do have the badger. I, I'm probably badger. a Hufflepuff. Like, you're loyal, you're an emotional person, you're connected with people on an emotional level. Mm, maybe that is me maybe, then, but I'm also quite you. smart and courageous <laughs> and are you? Evil, Maybe so you're going to be the first, like, wizard that sits under all houses. houses. Exactly, yes. Who knows? That's a choice to be made if I do indeed choose to play this game. Um, like I don't know. I things that look good to me was it looks like a fun world to be in. The like run around the castle. It's fun. I like all the almost like control like hallways of things moving around you as you go through. I like that. I'm into puzzles and exploration. I just thought the combat looked a bit naff. I think it's quite a hard but maybe thing I'm to wrong. do, isn't it? Um, because well. They haven't shown the complexity or the depth of it, or at least I I couldn't get that from that because it just feels like well you cast your spell and I know that's like mm-hmm. or you can add fire by saying incendio and doing this that and the other. It, I think you've got to actually see how it progresses and opens it, up with experience and combos. It just looked a bit static to me. Like mm. I like I like combat where you're moving around a lot, sliding around, jumping like like something like Horizon. Like every shot they showed a combat. This just looked like you were standing still, firing like firing spells. Like, and I don't know if there's any sort of melee option. Like, it just looked—I don't know—it looked a bit one tone to me. Obviously, it's hard to tell from that short bit of gameplay about being hands-on, but 
I don't know. He used to vile the cadaver as well. You're not meant to do that. What's that about? I know. That's a bit extreme, isn't it? You, you look genuinely shocked there, Emma. Did that, that shock you to your core when you saw that? It did. I was like, what's going on? Like, you're supposed to be a student. <laughs> this is like an unforgivable curse. What's going it did. on? There was one bit where he lifted up, I think it was a goblin, and then sort of smashed it into the ground. And I was like, oh, that yeah. doesn't that feel finishing. quite right. And then it's like, I know you've got to sort of gamify it and sort of make it more interesting than just like mm-hmm. one strike down. But it felt like it was an it's extreme... A, it's a different age. Some sort of goblin uprising going on. I did like like the almost like base, the rumour of requirement, like customization things mm. where you're building a little uh, like house and a farm and stuff that looked quite quite cool i don't know i feel like it's i liked yeah the look of it and i hope there's good puzzles because that's kind of what i'd want i think more i just yeah I, i'm not i'm just not sold on my sword from that combat i think, I think because think... there was a part of the narrative where they said and complex puzzles and it was just like cast a spell and a thing opened up it was like well that yeah, doesn't look yeah. very complex and like when the, the bridge <laughs> it was just like repair it was like all right that that, that's like amazing yeah <laughs> that doesn't look particularly yeah. complicated but Again, who knows how much is in there? It's a, certainly a, a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be. Um, yeah, I was really surprised by that. I, like, I, obviously, we knew it was going to be biggish because it's like Harry Potter and Hogwarts and like that world. But I think I wasn't expecting it to be as large as it actually looks like it is. Like you're in the castle, and yeah. it's, it's the castle mm-hmm. in like its entirety as well. Like we're seeing areas that we haven't even like seen before in the movies and stuff. Um, but also, yeah, beyond that as well, like you're going to be going into like Hogsmeade and stuff and like the area mm-hmm. surrounding Hogwarts. Like I was really surprised that we're venturing like that far out. Yeah, I, I'm intrigued to know because they didn't show them up yet. How big is this map outside of Hogwarts? And so you can ride around on a broom, yeah. which, you know, I'm sure I'll do. Even the animation on that looked really stiff, though. I don't know. It doesn't The sign about it looked a little bit off to me. I don't know what it was. Maybe. I don't know. Well, I think in terms of the combat, it's hard because I think the combat in the films is relatively stiff. There's only so much you can do when you've just got your little wand. Like I think it's very good between yeah. Harry Potter and Voldemort at the end when they're properly dueling. Mm-hmm. But still, it is just two people standing opposite each other doing that. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think like who knows? with the combat, I can imagine that the there's like it's split into like lots of different sort of like categories. So you've got like stuns and then like charms and you've got your like fire and probably like sort of, I don't know, frost or something spells. I feel like it's going to be a really long skill tree of stuff that you're going to end up unlocking that probably gets like quite complex. It looked like the way you can sort of link stuff together. It looks like you can like try different things and sort of be like, from what I can tell, it looks like you can be quite creative with that. Like we saw like they were sort of, juggling maybe two or three enemies at once like sort of levitating them then switching to another enemy then throwing like an exploding barrel at another like i don't know i feel like i'm not completely like sort of turned off by the combat i think it looks like it could be quite complex and interesting but like you said it is a bit like early to tell as well yeah yeah i don't know i'm sure we'll see more they they said what it's coming out holiday this year so yeah i know it feels really far away (laughs) Yeah, but we saw a good chunk of it. It looks like it's fairly far along. So, yeah, I think this will be a big one where hands-on previews will say a lot to how it feels and how it plays. Because even, like, uh, some of the menus and UI looked a bit, I don't know. Sign about it's gonna feel, it feels so, at some points, large and big scale and big budget, but then other things looked quite, like, rink-a-dink and, like, not not quite up to scratch. But yeah, I hope, who knows? I hope they don't spend too much in, like, 
doing classes because frankly i think mm. that would be a bit boring like i quite like the idea it depends how they handle like potions for example if they did that a little bit like breath of the wild where you experiment with different ingredients and come up with different stuff then that would be great but it looks a lot yep. more like interact and press the square button um yeah. so it depends how kind of experimental they're going to be yeah how do you well, feel uh, oh sorry i was just going to say how did no, you no, feel no. about when they go into like the room of requirement and they were showing that you sort of that's like your little hub area where you can look after mm-hmm. like beasts that you found and stuff how did you feel about the timers that they had on um like growing the plants and stuff for was, potions weird i didn't yeah. know if i'm just fingers crossed that isn't a micro transaction thing of like speed it up if you want right. to buy another one i'm hoping not but yeah it was a bit that was very gamery, wasn't it? Just like, you can use this cauldron again in three minutes. <laughs> yeah, one of the plants was like 25-minute timer on it. And it's like, okay, so I'm going to have to come back and deal with this later or something. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Again, like, it's too early to tell, but it kind of, it feels like it could very much become something where mm-hmm. you have to keep going back, like, every day to do mm-hmm. stuff or, like, yeah. set stuff up, you know, to come back and, like, deal with your potions and your whatever else you're dealing with it seems like there's a lot of stuff where well not a lot but it could be stuff that's like delayed to force you to sort of like Mm -hmm. log in and and do stuff each day exactly yeah you don't want a lot of questions about this game you don't want it to become a chore it's got to be fun no yeah exactly. exactly uh yeah a lot of questions inside and outside the game to be answered about this one sorry if you just had a really loud helicopter by the way one just flew right past my house your family coming home i promise yeah, yeah, exactly. Just some yeah. shops. Exactly. Yeah, we have a yeah we have a personal personal chopper here in on, on the helipad in North London. I don't even know if there is a helipad in North London. There probably is. I would imagine there probably, probably is somewhere yeah. nearby. Yeah. Who knows? Um, last night I played a bit of Tunic. Anyone else played any Tunic? No, I read some reviews I... of it, and uh, mm-hmm. the gist I got was Zelda for the Elden Ring generation. Is that a good summation? Well, that seems like a tired phrase, doesn't it? I thought Elden Ring was Elden R- was Zelda for the the Elden Ring generation. I don't know what's going on anymore. We're just mixing all sorts of things. I get where uh, those sort of words would be coming from, though, because I've only played an hour or so of this, but yeah, it's very much an old-school isometric sort of Zelda-y puzzle dungeon with combat game, but obviously does have some Souls-like elements, such as the combat not being too forgiving like a few hits will kill you so you have to really they're quite simple mechanics you can dodge hit and use a shield at the start and i don't think they really develop much as the game goes on you might find new weapons or stuff but yeah i mean sun enemies can take you out in three hits that early on so you kind of have to you know be on it uh it also has kind of like statues you can rest at, which are basically bonfires from the Souls game, so you can get right. your health back, but it re- will respawn all those enemies. Um, I'm 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 having a nice time so far. I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's blowing me away. It, I'm getting very much the feeling I got from Death Store last year, which I thought was meant to be Zelda for the Elden Ring generation, yeah. but now apparently this one is. So um, is it on game? And I kind of like the look. Is it on Game Pass? Uh, yeah, it's on Game yeah. Pass Tunic. So it's free to check out. I think it's like 15 to 20 hours long, so it's a decent-sized game. Um, I'm enjoying it so far. I'm kind of getting the same feeling I got from Death's Door, though, which is enjoy it for a few hours. I don't know if I'll actually finish it. Um, It's kind of... I want to see... So far, I haven't really had any big puzzles, and I've been told 
there are complex puzzles in it and that's what will keep me interested i think because that's why i like most from zelda games and even breath of the wild is the shrines and the puzzles rather than the combat which is fine the, the combat is perfectly good in in zelda games but i like the puzzles and so far i haven't got any puzzles really in tunic it's been mainly combat and a little mini boss which Mm. was you know a little little bit difficult but i don't know this seems like it could be your sort of game al but i don't did you actually play any death store i did play a bit of it but it didn't really kind of grab me um yeah and like i've said this a lot i'm not into games that are going to challenge me too hard i don't have the time I want I games mean, yeah, that are you're, you're, you're well past 30 now, aren't you? you can't, I am you can't well past 30, yes. <laughs> um, but like the thing I love about Zelda is that I never got to a point where it frustrated me. I could always go and figure something out. And, and I'm sure like maybe Elden Ring is more forgiving now. But I'm sure I'd just get annoyed with it. And I, I'm a man that lacks patience but very badly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I know that. Oh, I haven't talked about with you. I know, exactly. Years. Oh, God, yeah. So impatient, yeah. Uh, um, so, oh, do you know what? I don't know. I reckon you'd like this game, Emma, because you, en- you enjoy a challenge in a game, don't you? Yeah, I like a good Souls game. I like Zelda. It sounds like something that would be perfect for me. Um, mm-hmm. I think one of the things that I saw very briefly about it, I haven't started playing it yet, um, but isn't there like a booklet in the game that's kind of yes. like in the style of like a NES kind of like game Yeah, manual. so you kind of pick up pages as you go and it builds it out. It's very it's very nicely done. It's, yeah, like a like you say, like an old NES manual and like you fold over the page and it gives you kind of button prompts, but also doesn't really tell you much. Like, you're kind of just dropped in and say go like you would in an old NES game. And yeah, I kind of like that about it, that it's not holding your hand. But we'll, yeah, I'm... It's very nice, and they're very nicely drawn as well. The overall art style of the game, I'm not 100% on. It's not necessarily my style, but you know, you play as a cute little fox in a very Zelda-y green sort of robe, a tunic. I was going to say, surely it's a tunic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I think you are called tunic, oh, from okay. what I can gather. Right. Also, that's but name. you're also wearing a tunic. Oh. you know, that's so sweet. you know, you're not always named after what you wear, though, are you? Like. You know, you're not called shirt, are you, Alex? Um, t-shirt, no. Jeans. No. <laughs> I, I could be called yeah. Jean. Rory's Jean. dad was called yeah, Jean. Jean is... Maybe he liked wearing jeans. I there don't we know. go. Um, is it... A lot of people like wearing jeans. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so is it an open world, sort of Breath of the Wild style thing? And... No, no, no. Okay. It's not. It's much more of a Metroidvania right. layout of you'll notice places you can't go through. Right, okay. And then, oh, after double back, find out how to get through here. It's much more that sort of layout, like like Death Store was. It's it's very similar to Death Store from what I can see so far. Right. Um, maybe a slightly simpler, but not necessarily less challenging version of that. I'm into it. We'll see how far I get into it, but I'm going to be away from my Xbox for like a week and a half, so I doubt I'll actually pick it back up Try much when I get back, because there's so many games... I'm not going to play it on my phone. Right, then. Fair I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> it might be good for the flight. I don't know. Yeah, what are you going to have... do on the flight? How am I going to stream it on the flight? That'll cost me so much. What am I going to play on my flight yeah. next week? Um, I haven't even thought about that. I normally I don't really play much on flights. I tend to watch things. Uh, what on the TV on the back of the seat, or do you take your own entertainment? Uh, a, a mixture of both. I've seen they've got the new Scream and Ghostbusters, which I haven't seen yet. They seem like quite good flight movies, so I'll yep. get those going. 
Um, I've also started watching Friday Night Lights for the first time, the TV series, which is something I really should have done seeing as I love American football so much and I've always been told it's great. So going to download a few episodes of that as well. Uh, Fair enough. I was thinking about buying a new Switch game, but I reckon I'd play it for like two hours on the fly and never touch it again. I was thinking of getting Pokemon or something. But just I play Breath of the it. Wild again. Just I could just do that, for an, that yeah. kills kills an hour, doesn't it? Quickly, it will kill a lot more than I an hour. Know. Oh man, I, I would love to have a, an eleven-hour flight just to play Breath of the Wild. That sounds amazing. Just, just a just a round trip one, not even going anywhere. Just land back. See if you can finish Breath of the Wild when you take off and land, because it's it's going to be I mean, possible, right? Oh, oh yeah, you could do it if, if I wanted. To. Challenge um, set. Carly, right. I also want to watch the new Ghostbusters. Watch that on the way back. <laughs> Let's do that on if, the way back. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, That's your reward. This isn't meant to be work. This is like the first holiday I've had in it's two years. It's not work. <laughs> it's just fun. Right. So <laughs> you're really... off for uh, what the next? Well, certainly next week. You might be on the podcast side. Yeah. So report back. Let us know how you got on with the uh, UK podcast challenge. Sweet. <laughs> Excellent. I'm not even going to boot up Breath of the Wild, am I? <laughs> Let's face it. It's well, not even going to get disappointing. disappointing. I I am constantly disappointing. Do you know what isn't disappointing though? Severance, the new Apple TV series that's been out a few weeks now. I yeah. think it's releasing weekly. Episode six today, I think, is out. Um, I I really like this show. This is. I've only started watching it the last couple of days. So I thought I'd let a few episodes build up. If you don't know what it is, it is a sort of psychological thriller of sorts. It has Adam Scott from Parks and Rec and Step Brothers fame in it. Ben Stiller is heavily involved in this. I think it's his production company and he's also directed quite a few of the episodes. But it's not all really a comedy. It has kind of like comedy quirks to mm. it. But it's much more a psychological thriller and the basis is there's these people that basically go to work and the severance uh the titular severance is actually basically imagine if you go to work to an office and all your memories while you're at work are stored in a separate part of your brain to all of your outside work memories so basically you live a different life at work to you do at home so basically we talk to each other like this at work all day but as soon as half five hits or something we don't even know who each other are, basically. Right, okay. Oh, okay. So I'd imagine... say I live that life already, to be honest. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> you, you wish you could. Um, so these people, yeah, live one life outside of work. They drive into work, go in through the doors, and basically something in their mind, like something, they go, they've undergone a procedure, so their mind switches, right. and they're suddenly in the workplace with these people they work with. And they can't and the whole mystery of this show. home stuff when they're in the office and vice versa? Not, not at all. Right. But this is, as you can probably imagine, maybe some of that starts seeping over because yeah. you need some sort of plot device. And um, yeah, it's all kind of, I'm only two episodes in, I will say that, but I'm already well into the mystery of this is kind of working out what this company they're working for is actually doing and that there's a mystery at play here obviously something probably something quite sinister is happening in the background yeah yeah but um yeah it's really it's really engrossing it's kind of got the feel of kind of did anyone watch deaths the series yeah it's it's got that sort of almost sterile feel to it i'm liking that uh, reminds me of the start of Fight Club as well, the way that shot as well when right. Edward Norton's in the office and doing all the IKEA stuff. I don't. Know, I'm I'm really into it. It's only, like I said, it's on Apple TV. If you've got a PlayStation 
five, maybe even a PlayStation Four. I'm not sure. I think you get six months of Apple TV three, so it's worth checking out. Uh, it's one of those yeah, things, really isn't it? it? Like with Apple TV, like obviously I love Ted mm. Lasso, but there's not enough to consistently subscribe to that service. So you just sort of dip in every now and then. They're finally, yeah. they're finally getting there now a bit. Like their Severance, the the after party that series just finished, and I've heard it's really good. So I'm going to check that out. Now they're starting to. They're actually adding films as well. There's Coda, a film that won That's quite a few BAFTAs last yeah. week. Yeah. yeah, like I think they're slowly building up that library to eventually maybe combat Netflix. They just don't have the same breadth of stuff yet. No. They're still very much yeah building it. But yeah, also their their that. whole thing is quality over quantity, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. I exactly. I switch on Netflix often, and I'm just like, I don't know what to watch. There's too much. much, Um, And, you know, maybe if I did have a regular Apple TV account, maybe I'd watch more of that. But I'll watch Finch on that. And I Mm. love Tom Hanks, but that was a boring movie. Jesus. Yeah. There's only, you know, you always know Tom Hanks is going to be good, but it's whether the film around him these days is going to be. And I thought um, Greyhound on Apple TV too, I thought that was good. Mm. If you like Mm -hmm. Warships. Um, if you like Tom Hanks and Warships, which I do, Greyhound, that's yes. Alex's recommendation of the week. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Have you watched any good Tom Hanks films recently, Emma? I don't think so. Not recently, anyway. Oh, I've like no, rewatched to... Castaway, <laughs> like oh. very oh, recently. It is, it is a great film. It is though. a great film. That is a film that will make you feel well, make you cry, and make you cry in happiness. What a, what a film! I yeah, it's watch, one of those um... ones. Sorry, Sorry I was going to say, just like, when you see it, if it's like on TV or something, you have to sit down and like watch it to the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, I, I love Costa. I watched Captain Phillips. Again, another Tom Hanks oh, on a boat amazing. film, but that is a fantastic film. That is one of his best performances. Yeah. He's unbelievable in that film. Yeah. Oh, God. Tom Hanks is good, isn't he? He is. I think we can all <laughs> agree is on good. that. Is there anyone in the world who doesn't like Tom Hanks? I refuse to believe there's someone in the world who doesn't like Tom Hanks. And from there's nothing. I there's think nothing he's a good man like. as well, from my understanding. I don't think he's a Roman, which is even I've, better. Exactly. I've done so many interviews and podcasts with him, and he's just so good. Yeah. Um. Actually, recently listened to one which, speaking of Arrested Development, uh, Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and Sean Hayes' podcast, Smartless, is really good. If you don't listen to that, where they have a, a guest on each week, very good fun. Uh, the Tom Hanks one is brilliant. Let's talk about one more film, though, Go because on. Turning Red came out on Disney Plus last week. I've watched this film. Al, I believe you've seen bits I've, of it. Like, it's that classic. Ed's watched it, uh, and I'm kind of in mm-hmm. between. Can you go and get me some popcorn? So I go out of the room, get some popcorn, come back. Can I have a drink? <laughs> so I go and get a drink. And so I, that's how I've watched the whole film. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Are I, you going to check it out, Emma? I really want to, yeah. I was supposed to watch it last weekend and just didn't get around to it. So I'm going to try oh, this You weekend. haven't done your podcast research. I know, I didn't I do mean, my I mean, this homework. was not written in last week. <laughs> well, let me sell it to you because this is... A lot of people have kind of described this as Pixar's return to form. I personally don't really feel like they lost some of that form. Uh, I thought Soul that came out last year was absolutely brilliant. But I know it. some people maybe don't yeah. like it as much. But Turning Red is definitely... It, it's really, really good. If you don't know what it is, it's basically set in Toronto in what is it like early two thousands, I think, and it's about this this Chinese girl who basically has this ancestral spirit animal of a red panda, which one day she magically transforms into, and it's about dealing with that. And it is very much 
an analogue for puberty, mm. and there's some idiots on the internet who can't relate to that, bizarrely, so I don't know what's wrong with them. I don't believe I thought it was absolutely brilliant. <laughs> yeah. I, everything um, I saw I thought was fun, and like Ed really, really enjoyed it so oh, much amazing. so like, he wants to get one of the little cuddly pandas. Um, exactly. It does what every great Pixar film does, which is relate to every yeah. single age group and in different ways. Like You're going to see something different from it. And the one thing that like I did think... I didn't. I wasn't blown away like some of the people. I really enjoyed it. I think the first half is amazing and kind of almost has like a Spider Verse feel to it at times, mm. and the way it's animated and the way it cuts to music and stuff like that. I did think the end was a bit like bit a bit wrote, almost a bit superhero film like at the end, where it's just like let's have a big old Barney yeah. <laughs> of sorts, not Barney of the dinosaur. That would have been that would have been great though. Getting in. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I really enjoyed it. What what struck you from seeing bits, Al? What, what did you like? I just thought it was funny. Uh, and the relationship between the main character, I forget her name, but her mates uh, and the way they kind of like, you know, it just felt like, so my daughter is almost 12. And yeah. I just saw so much of that kind of stuff that yeah. she's going through and sort of, you know, her yeah. head trying to get around complicated relationships with mates changes in her body and all that kind of shit and and it like you say it felt and being infatuated by boy bands uh well tom holland honestly tom holland Holland. is he that man can do no wrong um and if you just basically (laughs) look at her tiktok or whatever it's just like any and all of her messages between her mates are just sharing bits of tom holland's like oh my god (laughs) and that's the point where i'm just like I don't know what to do here, so I'm just going to sit in the corner yeah. and just play GTA. <laughs> yeah, watch, watch, and watch Spider-Man again. Yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah. Like, so it, I do love the fact that she's like that's been her entry into Marvel, and now she's watched mm-hmm. all of the main Marvel films. Um, like, I saw the trailer for Ms. Marvel, which I don't think she's seen yet, but I think she'll love that. Um, mm-hmm. She's working her way through uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier at the minute. Oh well. <laughs> oh well, yeah. yeah. But she has re- to be, well, does it have to be done? I she don't, likes, yeah. but she's watching the crazy order. <clears throat> she's like, mm-hmm. she's watched WandaVision. She's done Hawkeye, and she's going through the good stuff first, which is fair, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. So she watched Age of Ultron after all of Endgame and all that kind of stuff. That's weird. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'd go back. It's because they didn't. Word. It's because they didn't have Tom Holland in. We all know why. Well, <laughs> yeah, um, but if that's your way to get into Marvel, yeah. then. Fair enough. Like then, why not? Yeah, I think he'd really like turning red. Though is great, Emma. I think you'll love it. You've even you've even got the red hair. You've kind of got a red panda yeah. hair anyway. When you think about it, do you so, turn into an animal when you get angry? Fine. No, <laughs> thankfully oh. not. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen you angry though. So maybe you just don't know yet. Maybe you've not been angry enough to ever bring out the the panda. Maybe yeah. Maybe there's levels to it. If I get like yeah. really, really bad, then it's like I turn into some sort of I don't know. What's another red animal? A red squirrel's uh, not very like a fox. A fox. <laughs> yeah. It's a fox. Yeah. Fox could yeah. Well, so the way it works yeah. in turning red is that if she gets a little bit angry, then maybe a riz will pop out, or a tail, yeah. or one hand pops out, and it's only when she gets really angry that the whole <laughs> happens. Mm-hmm. So the maybe whole, whole Hulk. Basically. We'll see. Uh, yeah, maybe your nose will like. Yeah, you'll get like a, a panda nose or yeah. something. Maybe we'll find out if in this edition of the Ender Search, me and Al are so bad at it, it frustrates you to your core. <laughs> maybe. Inside, it's a UK IGN crew. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, on the ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you. Inside, I got question for you. Hotel the DJ, we coming through. Yeah, yeah, on the ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you. Inside, I got question for you. Is it in the search? Emma, what mystery game show quiz thing have you got for us this week? Oh, we've got a lovely one today. We're keeping it topical. We've been talking about GTA oh. 5. Oh. So I thought, right. why don't we see if you can guess which story missions are real or fake? Okay. Oh, by the names. Yeah, so I've got oh. 10 different missions. Okay, I like it. I'm. It's the thing, even though I've been playing a lot of it, I've played quite a few hours of it. Maybe half the time I, I take notes on what they're called. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where you kind of, even if it's a game you know really well, you just kind of like glaze over when yeah. you mm-hmm. see like mission titles and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, this should be interesting. We'll see. And these are Into all it. from GTA Five. Yeah, just GTA Five. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Then. And how we Crucial. is it like Crucial. one of us goes first. Um, yeah, we can do it like that. So we'll start take turns with, at with Alex. First. For All the right. first one. All right then. Okay. Yeah, give give, give him the advantage. Right. Why not? <laughs> you know that just playing these games gives me incredible anxiety. So I mean, at least this one's just yes, true or false. That is true. Know, that, like one the games that make me think <laughs> on my feet. Oh my god, I can't stand it. Right. <laughs> yeah, these ones are more laid back. All right. First story mission. Yeah. Is this real or fake? Gone shopping. That's fake. Hmm. Yeah, I'm also going to go fake. It is fake. Yes. Can't just copy oh. me, Cardi. Strong style. No, no, I thought it through. I thought it through. I was straight okay. in there. Yeah, it was very quick, actually. Like, you you owned it. I thought it through. It would have been an early mission. I don't remember seeing it. That sounds like an early game mission. Yeah. Not shopping, if, it, yeah. if it was one. Okay. Second one. So, this is Cardi first. Marriage counselling. Hmm. See, I don't know because there are there is that in the game, but are you, are you playing with a? Could I'm going to go true. Uh, I think it's going to be true. You're both right. It's true. Okay, that is a I real. I was trying mission. to bluff out loud because I definitely knew that one was. True. Oh, did you? <laughs> right, like there's like, so yeah. much. Oh, I'm being you tactical. Okay, okay. Because <laughs> like it didn't work. <laughs> yeah, the relationship with Michael. There's so much going on there in the early part of that game, which is what I'm currently going yeah. through. But I was like, it's got to be true. Okay. Okay. Ooh. So Alex first. Yeah. Crystal maze. Uh, that's got to be fake. It's got to no, be. That's true. I played it last oh, night. Oh, really? <laughs> it is true. Yeah. That's not fair. <laughs> so I remember going, crystal maze. Yes. What mission Good is luck. that? Always... I feel like that does sound that like a fake one, though. Is, what was it? Crystal, is it sort of the... Uh, I can't remember. I did it last night, though. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. So I played a few missions last night. Okay. Trevor kind goes of blur into, into a farmhouse, which doubles as a meth lab. Oh, it's a crystal meth lab. That's yeah. why. Right. There we go. Okay. Yeah, and it's kind of, yeah. I remember it now. All right. I did that two nights ago. I lied. <laughs> okay, so this one is Cardi first. Below the surface... I know there's submarine missions in this game, <laughs> but I don't know if this is one of them. I'm going to go true. Okay, and Alex? I was going to go true. 
it's actually fake. Oh, balls. Oh. <laughs> so like you said, there is Absolutely like submarine missions, but yeah, I kind there of are, played I'm on just that about a little to, bit. <laughs> I'm just about to get to those, so yeah, I hadn't done them yet. Oh. So I was like, oh, it could be one that's coming up. God. Emma's absolutely done us. <laughs> okay. Do we remember who's going first? Is it... Me. Alex. Uh, it's Alex. It's Alex. Okay. Friend request. And I'm... Friend request. That's got to be true. I think that is true. That's the one where you blow up the CEO's the life invader the phone, thing. isn't it? Yeah. It is yeah. true. Yeah. Yes. So you both I've played... Point. I know the start of this game very well, I think. It's, it's from... Like three hours in where it becomes a bit blurry for me. Yeah, with some of these, I had them in order and then I mixed them up a bit because I thought having them mm-hmm. in order might, you might remember yeah. too much. So, we need, so, we yeah. need some serious endgame missions now to thwart Cardi. <laughs> I think it's 3 2 to me, is it after 4? You're definitely one in the lead. So it's, yes. Yeah, it's yeah. 4 3. Yeah. 4 3 even. Sorry. So next one is High Flyer. I mean, it, that, that could easily be one. Uh, I'm going to go... Uh, this is a real 50-50. I'm going to go false. Okay. See, I was going to go false, but I can't just copy you. <laughs> oh, so in that case, I'm going to go true. Back. It was false. Oh, false. Oh, oh well. Yeah, it, do you know what? It was a risk that kind of had to be... I appreciate it. Yeah. But yeah. I respect it, Ethan. It's worth spicing it up a bit, picking so, something different, isn't it? How many have we got plenty left? Of time. Well, I don't think there is. I think there's two more. <laughs> we've got we're, we've got four more. Oh, four more. Okay, all right. No, yeah, there's that. still time. There's still we time. are we are playing, by the way, for when GTA Six comes around. The first person that goes to get to play it, by the way, aren't we? Whoever wins uh, this. Do you think? Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what is we're that playing for. Be the grand <laughs> yeah, I'm not yeah. sure about now that. Now that I'm in front, I think that's the uh... I think Rockstar uh, might have some kind of injunction on you, unfortunately. Oh no, not again! Forget <laughs> those all the time. <laughs> okay, so the next one is: Did somebody say yoga? Is this me? I can't remember. Yeah, I think you're first. Yes, yeah, yeah. you first. Oh, I'm trying to read the face. Is this a bluff? Or is he no? Oh, oh well, you obviously know then. I don't know. Oh. No, I don't. I'm trying to. Read uh, I'm going to say true. I, uh, this one definitely is true. Yeah, I do. <laughs> it is true. <laughs> okay. Actually, okay. How many so missions it's... have you played, Carly? Jesus. Your memory is good. I did this. I did this one last night. This one I definitely. You've done did. all of them last this night. This is the area of the game. <laughs> the whole game. <laughs> 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 all right. It's a good game. Next three to one go. With... Yeah, we've got three more. Sidetracked. I'm just going to go quickly with a false. Okay, and Alex? It has to be false. It's actually real. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, that was your chance. That was your chance. It just doesn't feel... You've blown it. Right. You've blown that it. That would be a proper GTA <laughs> mission. No, there's still two more. So, okay. there's still you've almost two blown more. It. Yeah, if Simon gets these incorrect and Alex gets them correct, then you tie. Oh, yeah, but he's going to play the game. He's just going <laughs> to copy me. So... I won't do that. I'll <laughs> always... I'll be honest with my answers. I, I don't... I don't play the game, I play the questions. Right, okay. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know what that means. Okay, next one. Off the record. Mm. 
If you want some behind, I'll happily go first both times. No, I'm going to say that's true. I really don't know what I was thinking for this one. Do you know what? Just to make it interesting, I'll go false. It is false. Oh, oh there we go. See, I even tried to give you a chance and it didn't work. <laughs> you patronising little ball bag. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and shall we do the last oh. one? Yes. Yeah, we might. This well. one is okay. worth Let's a make it hundred as points. As possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, winner takes all. Uh, boiler suits. Oof. Real or fake? I mean, I'm sure there's a heist prep mission where you have to go there's, get boiler there's suits. There's definitely boiler source. suits in the game. Whether it's did but you is it, is it called boiler suits? Can I ask whether you came up with the fake names, or did you I find... did come up with the fake okay. names? Yeah, right. Mm. Mm. I mean, it doesn't really matter. You're right, does it? Oh, I'm gonna go false. Oh, I was gonna go false. It's real. Oh, for God's sake. Well, you should just, should just send true, shouldn't you? <laughs> no, but it's just, again, it feels a bit on the nose. Uh, well, that's where yeah. I'm at. Absolutely did us. Yeah. But there we go. Final score. Cardi has seven. Alex with four. Was oh, it was bad. Good, I feel like Jesus. it was tricky. You had to take risks. You had to yeah. take risks. And yeah. unfortunately, they didn't pay off. It's unfortunate. You basically failed the heist. You picked the wrong bikes, the wrong gunman. Exactly. You went in loud and you came out with two pounds. Exactly. <laughs> Shambles. Not enough yeah. to oh, buy well. a scotch egg. Goodness me. The F- the FIB are all over you now. Yeah. Uh, there we go. Why don't we get on to some feedback? Emma, I believe you actually have the first piece of feedback. I do. This is from Jack. Jack says, hi all. Long time, first time, etc., etc. Thought this might make some of you laugh, and once you've seen it, you can't unsee it. Farrell's penguin, oh penguin, sorry, looks a lot like Partridge when doing the Toblerone flashback. And then you can't see it because it's a podcast, but we've got the two images in front of us as well. And by- this has now ruined Colin Farrell's penguin for me because, yeah, it, it definitely does look like Alan Partridge during his uh, chocolate eating phase doing crash bang wallop or a video i just think it's weird it's, that it's you've got good. colin farrell talking about his penguin chocolate biscuit and uh, uh Alan <laughs> talking about his toe what's going on here there we go who knows maybe that if they worked out a clever campaign there maybe yeah to get partridge to campaign do the advertising for penguin chocolate bars oh. as the penguin this is too deep i do like this a penguin gone, gone too deep. gee i find oh. them quite they're all right. I, I feel very, like I've had them too even... much. Like too many school lunches. Yeah. Well, funny, that's the, the staple of my kids' school lunches. But like bourbons yeah, are nice. Are you make them even nicer by covering them in chocolate. So, perfect. Yeah. Do, do, are you penguin over club? Yes, absolutely. Really? Yeah. You get a lot more chocolate on a club, though. And it's proper chocolate, you, I thought. Like, ta- penguin chocolate isn't really proper. Are you talking about uh, an orange club or a, a, a regular club? I'm I'm open to any. Are you? Uh, but yeah, just a standard club. No, uh, it's got to be a penguin. We must have talked about this so many times. We've definitely talked about <laughs> chocolate biscuits and lunchboxes too many Where times. does a Twix fit in We're that? a broken record at this point. Oh, Twix is This good. could have been... Twix is fo- yeah, but is it a biscuit good, like- because it's got a biscuit base or is it classed as a sweet? We've definitely spoken have about we? this as well. We're, oh. we're talking about <laughs> chocolate biscuits and GTA 5. This could have been a podcast from 10 years ago. <laughs> well, look, the this 90s are back in fashion, record. so we may as well do the same yeah. thing. We might as well hop on it. 
Uh, right. Uh, yeah. But anyway, thanks, Jack, because uh, Colin Farrell as the Penguin definitely does have Partridge I've still vibes. Not I seen Batman. It. I need to see it. Get it done. I know. Well, it's, do you know what it is? It's like, it's moved out of the kind of main screens at cinemas now. Around oh, me, anyway. No. So already. Yeah. I, I couldn't even tell you what it's been replaced with, but hey. Anyway, uh, I've got an email from Ollie who says, it's been a long time, first time. Not sure what that means. Long time listener, first time writer in it, I guess. Anyway, so mm-hmm. long that he remembers when it wasn't Respect the Sea, but Respect Our Troops with the Minions meme. <laughs> Was that a thing we respect did? Respect Our Servicemen to be. We did Respect Our Servicemen with the Minions uh, for like two weeks. Oh, okay. Uh, it's all very. It wasn't actually military propaganda. Don't worry. It was very much a joke about the minions. <laughs> right. Uh, he also remember thinking when Cardi started, he's never going to make it in the podcast game. Wow. <laughs> very harsh. Wow. Being awkward around the more established guys and always going on about Cyan. <laughs> is it Cyan DB? Take down on it. Uh, anyway, now look at you. Apparently running the show. Apparently. Well, oh. you know, I. <laughs> You know, uh, some would say I do. I don't know. Would you say so, that? Oh, I don't know. Um, well, I mean, I do kind of organise it, do the run order and host it nine times out of ten most weeks. So I guess I do. All right, then. Well done. Yeah. Was I, <laughs> anyway. was I ever was I ever awkward around you, though, Al? Do you feel I was ever awkward around you as an Abs- established Absolutely, guy? all the time, yeah. I, I would say like uh, one of your key, now. key personality <laughs> traits is awkwardness. So... But almost deliberately awkward. Do you think? Knowingly awkward. Well, that, maybe that's it. Yeah, maybe that's yeah, part yeah. of your shtick. Uh, yeah. Uh, but like, I, I feel relaxed around you now, which I didn't for a long time. So that's good. It's only taken almost five years. <laughs> <laughs> I am joking, by the way. Anyway, enough of the reminiscing. Uh, your mention of the iPod game and importing music mm. into games made me remember a bizarre game I used to have. Jurassic Park Scan Command. Never heard of it. Had a portable. Oh, I think he did it himself. Uh, had a portable battery powered barcode scanner, with which you could no. scan different items, import the barcodes via a serial cable into the game as as dinosaur genetic sequences to either upgrade your dinosaur or, if I remember correctly, unlock new ones. Uh, it would always be a race between me and my brother to get the shopping looking for new items, as you couldn't scan the same barcode twice. Uh, it was not a great game. It doesn't sound like it was, to be honest. Uh, but it had a different mechanic that was interesting for a while. Um, do you remember any other weird accessories to games uh, that while they don't make for a good game, they're different enough to be interesting? I do remember the whole barcode thing and like you would scan something I in. Don't, this must have, this must, I must have been slightly too young for this, but I'm looking it up. It looks mad. So what you just like scan, I don't know, a can of baked beans for the barcode and it'll turn into a dinosaur. Well, so I, I don't remember the specifically the Jurassic Park thing, but I do remember like household objects that you would scan then becoming mm-hmm. a different object in XYZ. God, it's been so long. I can't remember what, but yes, it was kind of like a very early augmented reality, I guess is the mm. best way to kind of describe it. Like blending. I mean, know, I mean, I do like the idea of turning, I don't know, like scanning your, your penguin bar biscuit and turning it into a dinosaur or something. I mean, that excites me. Maybe it would, after five minutes, I'd be bored of it. But, you know. Well, that's it. You'd go through your cupboards and then go, well, what next? Would you start going to, you know, how do you know? Like, you you could go and buy something expensive in the supermarket, but mm-hmm. then it gives you a shit dinosaur. Yeah. Does, does, do we review? So this is, like, last week I brought it up. It was the, 
like, I'm sure people, maybe I'm going mad, I didn't even look it up and I should have after uh, the podcast, but I'm sure people, my friends who had like iPods, had an iPod game where you could turn songs into like Final Fantasy, like sprites and fight them, like an RPG where you turn songs into sprites. Everyone's looking at me no. confusingly, maybe I, maybe I completely made this up. Did you make or it It's one dreams? of those like playground... <laughs> maybe, <yeah. laughs> maybe. Maybe it's one of those playground stories that someone told you exists and it's complete yeah. bullshit, like when... Like, yeah, when my mate says, oh, you can port anyone into Pro Evo, you can have a team full of Pokemon if you want. It's like, that's just nonsense, isn't it? It's just nonsense. I don't remember that. Do that. And I had various iPods. So I've never mm-hmm. heard of that Maybe either. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to definitely gonna look this up after this podcast. Um, yeah, I don't... I didn't really, I've never really had any odd accessories for games. I don't, Emma, have you ever had any? Like, peripherals or anything? That... I don't think so been quite boring in that regard um i'm well, trying to think the, the usual you know rock band paraphernalia and yeah all that yeah stuff. i mean i never had the tony hawk skateboard one that always looked a bit mad no we had it uh i can't remember i was working at the time but i remember we got it in and i don't think anybody ever used it but like dj hero that's one of the things that i kind of mm-hmm. wish that i'd have kept hold of um because i did enjoy yeah. that game yeah, I don't know. I just don't. I just like a good old controller in my hands. I'm I'm boring, very boring. But what if they um, did a virtual I, wand for Hogwarts Legacy, and every flick was a different spell? Um, I'd no? probably enjoy it for like ten minutes, and then yeah. I get mean, tired isn't that what what was Wonderbook? Was that a bit of that? Yeah, but I, but I guess that was less like. God, it's, again, that's a long time. I forgot that it even existed. Yeah. Um, I, I guess the closest to it for me would be um, uh, what was the Zelda game that was on Wii U that just got re-released? I forgot what it's called. Oh, Skyward Sword. Yes. Whereas it just wasn't accurate enough, and so you know you had mm-hmm. to do a specific slice down or diagonal depending on your enemy, and it just yeah. uh, even on the Switch. Space like VR out. is kind of taken a lot of this. Like you can just be in VR, use the VR controllers, yeah. and use a sword or lightsaber like you know yeah that's kind of taken the peripheral market over i guess um i've got an email here from scott norton says hey guys third time long time uh a cineworld not too far away from me is having a massive refurbishment getting an imax and 4dx so finally i don't have to go an hour to my closest imax but neither of the screens are open yet for the but for the batman they opened their screen x What's this? Screen X sounds sounds worrying. If you don't know, it's a 270-degree cinema screen. Right. I was quite excited about going, but much to my surprise when I got there, they told us there's only going to be 40 minutes of footage on the side panels, and it was rather distracting it popping in and out of the middle of scenes. That does sound really weird. Also, if you really focus on the side panels, they look like they were about 240p quality. The Batman didn't feel like it was made for this type of screen, and the Batmobile chasing was very good, but apart from that, not much else felt feel, felt like Screen X has potential, but it needs to be filmed with that in mind. Just wondering if you guys have ever seen a film in Screen X. It sounds like a horror film, like, have you been to Screen X? Yeah. <laughs> or or for, for that fact, any other mad type of screen, and what was your thoughts compared to a normal cinema experience? You know when you go to, like, Alton Towers, and you sit there, and you go into the cinema mm. experience, and you lie on your back and watch a roller coaster ride, or, you know, like, that sort of... If, I hate gimmicky shit like that. 
If it's mm. IMAX is as far as I'm going, I don't want to do 4DX. I don't want someone blowing in my face or water squirted at me. I just want to watch the film. And the idea of having a film that goes around me is like, I get a good enough experience at IMAX with that, frankly. Yeah. I just kind of, yeah, I want to watch the film. I don't, you don't sound like you're, you're keen on Screen X. You're not going to visit Screen X anytime soon. Huh? Well, I've never heard of it, so no. <laughs> um, I've definitely been to, I mean, I saw... I'm pretty sure I've only ever been to like one 4DX screen, the ones where your seats move yeah. and they kind of like spray stuff. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's for The Book of Eli, which, as I mentioned last week, I think is one of the worst films I've ever seen. So that's that's probably what's ruined my experience mm. of 4DX is that I also happen to see a terrible film in 4DX. But also, um, like, if they've not shot this film with Screen X in mind, then what is yeah. the point? Is is someone adapting that or have they shot extra stuff you know it just feels like don't do it yeah it feels a bit bit forced are you are you a 4dx fan emma do you like move it around while you're watching a film i think the only time i've really seen anything like that is in like the disney parks and in universal yeah. where the thing you're mm-hmm. watching is where it's made specifically for that and usually mm-hmm. it's, it's done like, quite well. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like you're sort of sitting down, but it's kind of like a ride where you're just sitting down. So it makes more sense and it feels like, oh yeah, okay, like if I see something zoom past me and like spray me with water or if they like pump a specific smell when I'm going past like food or something, then it yeah. makes sense. I don't need smells. I don't need smells while I'm in the cinema. No. I, don't, I just don't need that. No. Give me give me clean air. Because well, yeah. you've probably got your Even own smells, isn't it? From the popcorn or I whatever you're the eating. Only... Maybe if I was watching like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, I'd happily smell that film. I'm sure that smells nice. I might you it hungry might, you though. Might throw up. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's all part of the ploy. Have you Maybe ever been chocolate into M M&M and World and Leicester Square? Yes. Because briefly had a little. The walk smell. Around, yeah. It's not. It's not the nice smell that I thought it was going to be. It's just like a really <laughs> no. like sickly like. Ugh. I'm not a massive fan of M M&M and M chocolate anyway, but like mm-hmm. my kids. A, it's supremely expensive and we got fleeced for literally everything. The smell was mm-hmm. disgusting and then we got all the chocolate home. The kids went, oh, I don't like that. <laughs> Just what a waste. <laughs> Sounds like, what a brilliant day out. I know, right? <laughs> Whereas I feel like dairy milk. Now that would smell nice because that's, it's got to mm. be my favourite chocolate, I think. Have you been to the, like, have you been to Bourneville and been to the dairy I have milk not, factory? no. Uh, my kids that's have. That's pretty cool. Um, that's the last place they visited before the pandemic, funnily enough. Oh, uh, wow. In February half term, what, two years ago? Um, but no. Yeah, I'd like to go to an actual chocolate factory. Let's do a, let's do a work trip to, to Bourneville. Would you yeah, do... it's nice. When you get there, you can, like, sort of, when you're not even at the factory yet, if you're just, like, driving along with the window open, you can, like, kind of <laughs> smell the chocolate. Well, on my train line, uh, there is the McVitie's factory, and you can smell what, oh, what um, biscuits they're the doing. Penguins. At different oh. uh, I've never smelled penguins, but digestives, you can really smell <laughs> a digestive day. <laughs> oh, that sounds amazing. Oh, I'm, I'm really jealous now that you live near the McVitie's. Well, I don't, it's, it was on my train line. <laughs> this is, what, li- is this life in your 30s, dreaming you live near the McVitie's factory? Wow. What a time to be alive. What, a time um, to be alive. what an enjoyable podcast i had a lovely time thank you me too congratulations on your win as well simon oh thank you very much al i can't wait to play gta 6 before you (laughs) (laughs) i'll I'll drop uh, i'll drop rockstar a note right now we'll get it sorted yes let them know i think oh so we've got choices for the music we could have the boy band uh song from turning red or 
I kind of more want to just pick one of the amazing radio songs from GTA Five because there's so many good tracks. Is there one that sticks out to you? Al? I've got I've got a couple. So I don't have a favourite station. I'm like um, Vice City, like GTA. It's just whatever's on because I they're they're all bangers, frankly. Uh, yeah, I I go for I do go for the rock radio because then you get your Phil Collins, yeah. you get your uh, Danger Zone. The one though that always if the first song that always I always think of when uh. GTA 5 comes to mind is Baker Street and the saxophone solo from oh. Baker Street. Oh, yeah. So maybe we've got to go for go that. On, go for it. It's a banger. Yeah, here we go. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.